Hey, good day. Good day, mate. <laughs> Welcome back to um, our podcast audio. My my fault. My 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 busyness has uh, sort of um, kept us away from having regular chats. So I pro- apologize for that. Oh, no need apology here. I mean, some folks are irregular all the time, so it's <laughs> <laughs> at least you have an excuse for your irregularity. I, I have an excuse. <laughs> yeah, but as we were saying earlier, it's like, um, well, sometimes having a break. I mean, you and I have, have been typically like just about every every week on for the past, uh, I don't know how long. So, um, you know, sometimes just a, a, a week or two's break is actually good. Um, so, yeah, but I've been running. It's around. like having separate vacations. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but we are back and strong. Here we are on the KLE podcast and um, time for a, a weekly chat. Um, so we can hear what what uh, what god is saying bouncing things around a little bit yeah i you know the thing for me is what's what's really been um on my heart and, and probably probably been reflected in the facebook group as well is just you know learning those management skills and and you know what what is where's god planted us and what what does god want to uh, um you know how how god wants to use us in our whether it's in our in our job realm in our business, you know, because there's always been like, don't want you know, you mustn't do a job, and I, I you know, I'm not crazy about working for a boss, so um, it suits me good to be an entrepreneur, you know. But um, it's like if if you have a job, then and and God has you there, then that's in your hand, um, you know. It. it I was thinking the other day about Joseph, and um, in fact, I think I posted that as well. But you know, Joseph had a a, a process before he became prime minister. He didn't right. just arrive at being a prime minister. He started with learning management skills, learning you know practical business skills with his dad. You know, his little um, few flocks. You know, his brothers there, but he was the guy that was managing practical mm. business with, that his dad was teaching. So those principles he takes into Potiphar's house and he begins to apply them and God uh, prospers that so much so that he had total management control of the whole household. And, right. and that, I mean, we're not talking about, you know, the guy was a, a diplomat. So he, a politician and diplomat and he, he obviously had business dealings and everything and Joseph ran all of that. And then when when he, you know when he didn't want to manage his wife, he got and thrown into the dungeon, and then um, he runs the he, he manages the whole. <laughs> now in a situation where uh, he um, at that point because now he's gone through the process. And he's worked the job in a sense as a slave, you know, not just as a as an employee. He's, he's a slave, right? And then a prisoner, but he's faithful in all of that to actually get to the place where he can um, now uh, run a country, you know. 
um, and and uh, sometimes we we mustn't um, despise where we're at at that point in the time. Small beginnings. Yeah, small beginnings. You know, is if you're in a job, then be faithful in the job. Be faithful with somebody else's purpose, with somebody else's mission, with somebody else's solution to a problem. You know, be faithful in, in, in your responsibility. God has you, can use you there for, yeah. for a time in a season, you know. There's a, there's kind of an obscure little verse just stuck in the middle of Luke somewhere. It says, unless you're faithful in that, which is another man's, how can you expect to have what, what is your own? Yes. Exactly. And, and that's part of that thing is, is I need to be faithful in, in something else. I mean, I, I need to learn to be faithful in those little things in something that somebody else is in. Um, you know, I can't expect to step into a $50 an hour job. Uh, when I haven't been faithful to go out and clean toilets or learn the very basics of the of even the business I'm going into. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then that, that's kind of, you know, yeah, ab- absolutely. In fact, um, in Luke, your, Jesus also said, he, he said, if you're not faithful um, with what is worldly wealth, who how will you ever manage um what is the true riches you know right so you know people i i, I heard somebody say this and i thought it like really true is like you know one of the things they don't teach you when you're going into ministry is how to manage um that's true <laughs> you know they they you they find your gifts and and study theology and and get more of religion but they don't teach you and that's probably one of the things is that if you can't manage your own household, manage your own life, manage, manage, you know, the, the organizational, the business side of things, how are you going to manage like the true, the true riches? How are you going to manage the power of the authority uh, of God? You know, um, isn't that what Paul was talking about to Timothy when he says, watch for these guys who are going to be elders. I mean, if you're going to choose somebody, at least watch how they, how they, uh, operate their own homes you yes. know how do they manage their own homes how do they how do they do that with their kids because however you do that with your family is the same way you're going to do it in the body yeah exactly so exactly. he said watch watch that aspect of their lives and see how they do that in their own house because you're going to see if they're going to do it right in the body they can tell you all sorts of things yeah exactly exactly yeah just just watching the process but yeah and that, that's that's kind of like what's been on my heart is is because um, we've made <laughs> I heard this as well is like um, um, you know we we teach everybody's equal in in the body of Christ you know it's like whether you're the hair the the eye or whether you're the ear or the foot or the nail it doesn't you know we all equal we all have the same of same um, significance the same importance. But at the same time, it's like we kind of religiously have made those in full-time ministry are more equal than others. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know, it's like you're more spiritual. You have more access to God. You have better gifting. You have, you, you're, you know, um, you, you are definitely an apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, or teacher. Um, and, and you, you are most influential, most significant. And so you're more equal than, than the rest of the plebs, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. It's the, it's the same thing of playing poker. You know, you got this 
the fivefold or the five, you know, the full house. Yes. You got fivefold, you got a full house, and you know that trumps about anything except for a, a straight flush. But um, <laughs> and most 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 places I've been, you need to have a straight flush to get rid of everything you've just put on there. Yeah, exactly. But um, full flush. Yeah, full flush. But the th- the thing that I that I found out that even in uh, the work that I did for 30 some odd years, um, you know, in my own business, there are things, there are aspects of it that I, I do not do well. And at that point, rather than trying to do everything, I would have been better off to get like a business manager or a bookkeeper or whatever to take care of the portion. I was terrible. I hated doing book work. Yeah. And so, you know, I'd come home and I'd, I'd put it off. I wouldn't put the receipts. I mean, I'd have this big pile of receipts or whatever. I just wasn't, I, I just didn't, I didn't give myself to managing that area properly. Yes. And, uh, consequently I didn't, I didn't know a lot uh, of, of how much I had going into that particular job. Uh, I didn't know how much I had remaining for that job. You know, I just kind of went by the seat of my pants from one job to the next. And if I lost in that one, I'd make it up in the next one. Yeah. And uh, I really didn't manage um, that well. <laughs> I mean, uh, just to be honest. And so um, even though the Lord took care of it and I went from one to another for, you know, 30 years doing it, uh, I still never, never super prospered at it. And, and I've been working with a guy on another project here recently. And um, uh, I, I had given this particular bid to a, a city or a, uh, to do a, a fountain job. And uh, uh, come to find out, this other guy was just saying, oh, just for the equipment and doing the plans and everything. He said it's going to be like, I'll, I'll just use some numbers. just for just for the plans and the equipment and i'm and i'm looking at my numbers you know that i just kind of went through and i'm going i was going to charge this guy less than a hundred thousand for the whole job no wonder i lost money for all yeah yeah exactly yeah exactly I, i mean these guys these guys really they knew their value number one they knew the value of the equipment that they had, number two. And then number three, they put in the time to, to put all those factors together so that they came up with a, with a really good cost analysis so that they knew what they had going in and they knew what they had going out. And yeah. so they managed it well. Yeah. And that's, that's the part that Joseph was good at. That's the part that um uh, adam learned in the garden was to manage right uh to to basically watch over the whole garden uh to dress it and to keep it um and most of the time we we go to get into business or something and we go ooh, i have this little bit of a skill set i'll just go do that yeah and we don't really learn how to even manage ourselves or our gift within that particular setting and so uh, it becomes frustrating. We think, oh, why, why aren't I blessed? Yeah, well, why am I prospering? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. part of it was is because you're not managing what, what it is that he gave you to manage. 
Yeah. You know, what is that in your hand? Well, manage what's in your hand. Don't, don't just like I was thinking about this morning. I thought, well, what am I supposed to be doing today? Father, I'm so, I'm kind of frustrated right now because I've got uh, two books that I'm working on to, to write. I've got another one that I'm, I'm working on kind of like a devotional that you and I've talked about for over a year now. Uh, I've got some radio uh, recordings I'm supposed to be doing. And so what do I do? I sit there and I, and I'm going through something that sidetracks me as far as being an administrator on another site. Yeah. And I'm going, this is ridiculous. I I'm not managing. I'm not managing what he gave me to do. Right. And that's the thing is like it starts with managing ourselves, managing our priorities, managing our time, ma- managing, managing our purpose and assignment, managing, you know, right. that, that's where it starts. And, and, you know, and then managing what's in your hand to do. So, uh, you know, what, what have you got in your hand? Manage it, you know, right. it properly because it won't grow. It won't grow. And that's what we were saying earlier, you know, it's like four years I tried to, I tried to grow in something that wasn't growing it the 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 garden wasn't producing and so i got to step back out of that garden and say oh it wasn't a garden (laughs) because this is interesting is you know the different we we've got this religious idea that when god created everything there was this bush and there was bush everywhere and that was the garden and Adam and Eve, we've got this, you know, um, children's church picture of Adam and Eve sort of in a bush. And it wasn't. That's like the problem that. with America right now. <laughs> we don't that? have any more bushes. We <laughs> used to have bushes as president, but now we don't. I'm sorry. I'm getting off track. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, now you're distracting me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. It, he had bushes. All right. Yes. But but a bush, the difference between a bush and a garden is order. A That's garden, true. A garden has order. Yes, know? it's it's ordered. So um, we we and and the thing that the scripture that's really um, made the hugest impact on my life is um, is when when God says in in Genesis it says that everything was God created everything. But nothing had yet sprouted because there was no rain to water it and no man to cultivate it. Hmm. And I thought, that's incredible. I've never seen that. I've never seen that. We, we have this idea when God created everything, everything was there. All the trees, everything was grown. But it wasn't like that. It was all potential. It was all in the ground until God had made man, placed him there to manage what grows and then it began to rain and water it, and then it began to grow and sprout into into being fruitful. So, I kind of looked at this and I go, "All right, if there, there's potential, but is it my potential to manage? You know, it's like, uh, I go, all right, maybe not now. Maybe I need to learn some principles first. So I have to step back and say, I'm going to do something else in the meantime." while i while i prepare for that next thing you know because the garden is not is not producing for me and if the garden's not producing then then i need to rethink where i'm at you know can right. i maybe i'm not managing you know maybe i haven't learned to manage that properly and god deals with god gives to managers um, um, you remember in um, when he dealt out he said he called his trusted servants and to one he gave five and to one he oh, gave oh yeah yeah 
and to one he gave one. And and they were trusted servants, but he, t- according it says according to their ability, their capacity, he he then gave them um, talents or whatever, money right. or, or stocks or shares or businesses or whatever the story. Is. And then it says he went away for a long time. The one with with them, five produced ten. The one with two produced four. And the one with one. He he was like, oh, this is not going to work because I don't think he's going to, I don't think I'm going to be able to produce what he wants. And so I've only got one. So he puts it in the ground and, uh, and God calls him a wicked and lazy servant. <laughs> right. And increases the guy and gave the one then to the guy that had 10. And, uh, and he says to, he says, um, he who has, they said to him, why are you giving, you know, he's already got 10. So he goes, yeah, because um, he who has more will be given, but he who has not, even what he has will be taken away from him because he hasn't learned how to manage what he's got. And, uh, and I thought that was like so interesting. So some people just have a capacity to manage more and, but we all can grow in our management, you know, so whether it's in a job or whether you're in education as a teacher or whether you're in medical and wherever you are, if you manage where you are, God will increase it and prosper it, you know? Right. And that's that be faithful in the little and it'll yeah. give you more. Exactly. So the word faithful there is, is referring to that type of, that type of um, management ability to be able to do that. And it's because he's not going to give you more than you can manage. <laughs> He's not yeah. going to give you, he's not going to trust to you more than what you, I, I was, I'm trying to find a verse and he says, thy throne shall be forever. You shall order it and establish it with justice and with judgment henceforth and forever. And I'm trying to find that verse, but uh, the it's he, even his throne. He's going to order it first yes. and then establish it. Yes. And he says how he's going to do that with justice and with judgment. Yeah. So there's an ordering that comes first. And uh, uh, just like Christ says, I am the way, the truth and the life. There's a way that things are done. There's a way that uh, that he operates. And, and that's the first thing that he does is the way. Yeah, I am the way. So to learn the way of how to do it or, or what of what you're doing is that ability then to be able to manage it according to that way. It's not, it's not just, Oh, I've got this gift. I'm going to run out and do it. Yeah. It's, it's the way of operating within that framework that God's already given. Yeah. Because there is an order to it. There is a, there is something that he wants to accomplish and he's going to do it a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's what Joseph knew. He knew the way to make things happen he knew the way to make that certain thing work he knew that yes exactly and so he just began he just did who he was in that particular area and um um just it 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 prospered wherever he went yeah so and and, and it says god blessed the whole household because of oh yeah oh yeah and and we think it's just because you know joseph could pray and and um and sing songs. Uh, it, <laughs> it wasn't. It was because he practiced. Well, I thought it was his coat, <laughs> which, which was now stained with um, with yeah. goatee, with goatee blood. 
But um, yeah, so he is just like, no, he's, he's stuck there. He's a slave. But because of his ability, and I mean, that was what Pharaoh saw, you know, we, we, we just hear like some of the conversation that took place, <laughs> but, but the wisdom that Joseph presented, right. the, the principles of how to manage a country um, in, in, a, in a crisis situation, he goes, you're the guy, you're the guy that, that needs to be here. And in fact, we told that, that um, it ended up with Joseph mentoring um, to, um, Pharaoh. Right. So God placed, positioned him for more than just saving a nation. He was also there to influence the most powerful um, politician of its of the time. You know. So, uh, but this is where, where I, for years, we've heard this stuff, and and uh, you know, Steve, I just think about how Christians always kind of. You know, believing God for that, you know, that big promotion, believing God for that big place, you know, the most influential place, being a prophet to the nations, but, you know, not not managing where they are right now. How about prophesying at work? Um, right. Not ye, 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 but prophesying by by bringing the insight of God into where you are, you know, right, right. Like being faithful to serve to serve where you are right now. But again, what, that's what I was thinking is like. But we we don't see that as as sanctified because know. of the fivefold thing. We think that because we're not fivefold, we're not we're not valuable. Spir- yeah, yeah, we can't we can't we can't contribute spiritually to anything. You know, it's like I work my job, but but really the spiritual things happen at church, full time ministry, in, right. in the pulpit. If you're a pastor, bishop, something. You know, uh, in fact, um, uh, uh, Justin and I we were in. Um, in Malawi um, many years ago, gosh, 10, 12, 13 years ago or something like that. And uh, this one guy came up to Justin and he said, um, yeah, I'm at Bible school. So Justin said, wonderful. <laughs> he says, yes, because I'm going to become a pastor. So Justin says, oh, that's okay. You know, that's good. And he goes, yes, because then I can win souls. And Justin goes, um, well, I'm a son of God, and I can win souls, and I'm not, I'm not a pastor, and I'm not in the full-time ministry, you know. And the guy just like uh, kept quiet, you know. <laughs> he didn't right. know what to say, and uh, and I thought, yeah, that sort of sums it up, you know. It's like we 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 can't see anything beyond where we are, um, you know. It, no, we we only can see like the ministry as the only influential spiritual place. But my job, my business. Um, you know what I do day to day is not significant. You know it's not right. It's not spiritual, and yet it is very spiritual. Yeah, and and you're finding that out and just going to these people's houses, doing the signing, doing the different things that you're doing right now. You have an opportunity to speak to way more many people than what you have in the past five years altogether. Yeah, absolutely. And, I, mean, I see. I'm seeing two, three families a day, you know, so. And you're speaking little, you're almost like Johnny Appleseed. You're spreading that seed, just even a little bit of a seed wherever it is you're going. It's not, you're spending hours trying to teach and train and whatever else, but if they want more, yeah, then they can ask. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. At this point, you know, it's not, it's not there yet. No. And the thing is, you know, that's again, it's a matter of, you know, I had to sit, sit here. I'm sitting here in front of a computer going, all right. So the garden that I think is a garden is not 
you know, it's not thriving. It's not sprouting. There's nothing coming of it without a lot of effort, a lot of drive. And I, it's like, if, if I'm going to drive it, then it's not the Garden of Eden, you know, for me. Right. It's like, it's, uh, it's by the sweat of my brow, and I've been redeemed from that. So, oh, man, yeah, about, that's a curse, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not talking about not working. I mean, I work hard now, but yeah, I'm, I'm talking about when you've got to try and drive it to make it happen, you know, it's <laughs> like, and it never happens, then, you know, you've got to step back and say, okay, am, am I supposed to order this or not? You know, is God placed Adam or Adam, which is mankind, in a place? Um, and it wasn't so much a location as it was an atmosphere of, um, to cultivate something that was fruitful. And he says, right. you know, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth. And so, um, you know, it was something that he could reproduce and see grow and flourish. But, you know, if it's not, then you've got to step back and say, okay, you know, maybe there's a step before this. Maybe there's something else I need to be doing right now. What what else is in my hand? And, and like yeah. I, said, I get to... You know, it wasn't happening. I wasn't being influential. I wasn't talking to enough people. Now I'm out there. I'm, I'm in people's homes, and I share I share my story, and and uh, and and people sit there with tears in their eyes. You know, and we're busy signing their loan documents. You know, right. So yeah. it's just like, uh, and I, I, you know, they they ask me. I don't even I don't even like venture. You know, they just begin talking to me, and they're going, "Gee, we've never we've never had somebody come to a home, you know, that talks like this, you know, and, and makes it so easy to talk to, and makes it so friendly and stuff." And so, you know, God uses that, and, and I just believe it's the step before the next step, you know, for for whatever else lays ahead, you know, right. Yeah, a lot of times we want to be further along than we are. It, it reminds me of that scripture. Where is that? Isaiah 18 or something. Anyway, it says the word was. But it lighted upon Israel. Yeah. And that's while we were still trying to accomplish everything, while we were still ones that would try to be supplanters and deceivers and and run out and try to make it happen. Because that's what the word Jacob means is supplanter deceiver, and and he's going to always run out and try to get. He's he knows he's supposed to have the birthright, but he runs out and tries to get it himself. Yes, uh, tries to promote himself, tries to whatever you know, puts puts hair on his arm so he passes off as something he's not. Um, you know, all those types of things. But it says it lighted upon Israel. Once that process went through, he went through that process to become Israel and become the prince of God, become somebody who realized that it was only God who rules in the kingdom. Grace of God in his life, which doesn't mean just unmerited favor. It means the, the, and it means the active ability to be able to pull it off, whatever it is. It's it is the activation of God because, because grace is not just a passive thing. Grace is empowerment. Yes. It's the empowerment to become. And once he realized that, once he came to that ability and came into that place of rest in of himself, then he became the actual promise. He became Israel, uh, you know, the prince of God. He, the promise then, it, it became him. And so that's the same thing that we're seeing now is that a lot of the things that we were promised years and years and years ago, 
we're actually becoming that now rather than trying to do it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Cause no, all those years I had a gift I, and I tried to make it happen. I knew I was supposed to do certain things and I'd try to make it happen. But now it's like, okay, this is just who you are. Just do it. You you're yeah. empowered to do it, do it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, you know, two things that I've kind of learned in my, in my journey now of actually trying to help others, but it's, it's sort of come back to help me too. And is, you know, two things is that one, we are, and be, we becoming. So, um, right. you know, um, John, is, is it John um, chapter one, verse 12 says, I think it's, I uh, can't remember. It talks about um, where, where, uh, you know, for, to whoever um, believes in him, to them, he gave the power or the authority mm, to become. become the sons of God and and so you know is that we are and the word become there is nearly like that word metamorphosis of of that um, you know uh, transformation is right. a journey of becoming it's a process of becoming so we are legally but experientially practically implement in, in implementation we are becoming and so and I think you know there's still that that thing that we and that's the thing we we go to church we sit in our meetings and we never actually give ourselves to developing who we are in fact you know is we don't even get that direction from the pulpit i, I drove past a church the other day a church building i should say and <laughs> i saw the sign outside said you know um evolution versus creation and i thought of all the topics that you can share right now of what everybody's going through and um and you know getting back into you know where we are as a country that we just need the influence of the church in the marketplace and how to do that effectively we're still going to evolution and creation uh, right just uh, understand it's like yes it's a topic and you're dealing with it but of all the things that the church needs to be equipped in right now i'd you know, for me, it's like, okay, maybe, the, I don't know, maybe they needed to hear that. <laughs> but I look at that and I go, you know, I would, I would be bored stuff. I wouldn't be going. I wouldn't want to listen to that right now. Because right. that's not, I, to be preaching against others who believe in, in evolution right now is not the thing right now. I, I would want to be out there influencing people to be thinking with a different with a kingdom paradigm you know to be right thinking, listen in the midst of of crisis god can do something and use me in my life with my life through my life you know is this i how how can i be more effective not sitting at home waiting for a check to come but how can i get into the marketplace into the workplace into the business realm and make an impact on people's lives right now you know there's incredible opportunity right now we should be arising like joseph's and uh, maybe not to prime minister you know well listen wouldn't take much to replace some of the clowns running around right now. But <laughs> besides that, is like it, it, um, it maybe not being a prime minister, but but you know, God wants to wants the church to arise in the midst of this and shine, you know, right? And, and here we are, you know, learning stuff like that. I'm going, this is so ineffective, uh, right? To me, anyway, that's just me, yeah. I, I was 
looking up the I'm trying to find it here, Second Peter one twelve. Can you find it quick? Because I'm not I think they took Second Peter out of my Bible. Out of your Bible. I'll see if it's still online. <clears throat> oh here. Second Peter one twelve. Second Peter. Uh, one. Um twelve. Here we go. Okay, therefore I will always be ready to remind you of these things, even though you already know them and are established in the truth, which is held firmly in your grasp. Oh, now that's interesting because King James says it the way I've remembered it. Of course, that's the way it is. I remember King because that's what I read. But mm. wherefore I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things, though you know them, and be established in the present truth yes that that word present truth is what i was looking for yes. it's not the fact that evolution versus creationism isn't a something a, a topic it is a true topic but yes. is it the present truth is it something that that the lord is speaking now yes is it something the spirit of God is is on right now? Is this, yeah. is this something he wants his bride to know? Yes. And um, it's not a matter of whether or not it's right or wrong or indifference or anything else. It's it is it present truth. Yeah. Uh, so that they can be established in the present truth. Yeah. And I guess that's what I was thinking about when you were saying all that. I thought, oh man, it's you know that's yeah, it's it's good that they're out there teaching something. I guess. But man, I, you know, let's get them established in the present truth. What yeah. do they need right now? What's what do they need to put in their hand? They, right now, they're not even equipped for the battle, let alone let alone know there is a battle going on. Exactly, and that's a, that's the thing is you know we I mean that the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teachers is supposed to be are supposed to be equipping the saints. Right, right. You know, not not theological religious theology <laughs> and we come back to that whole management i mean listen 40 years well you know all the years that i was sitting in church i never heard a message on management ever uh, right on right. how to manage myself at work uh, never 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 heard anything and i i can tell you i never taught on it either because i'd never heard it so i taught the same thing you know over and over again i didn't know how to do it that's why i didn't teach on it <laughs> well, exactly. I was too scared to talk about it because I, you know, it would reveal that my my total ineptness is in that area, you know, um, and uh, and and yet it's the one thing that that over in in fact Jesus speaks about it so often now that I look in the Gospels, Jesus spoke so much about it, is that it's the one area that the kingdom of God functions with is the one thing that we should be educated in on how to manage things around us you know that's what a steward does i mean if you've got exactly that's what you're put as is. a steward yeah. yes that's what a steward is is a is a good manager you know um the un, unjust the unfaithful unjust steward uh, or manager another translation says i mean he, he messed up so bad and he wasn't doing anything and and uh, so the the owner calls him and says, and Jesus says, the kingdom is, is like this, you know. And he says, uh, the guy said, um, listen, you know, I've, it's been come to my attention that you're not doing a very good job. So I'm going to fire you. So you must give an account of your management. 
And he gets out suddenly and he begins to manage the resources. And even though he was um, unfaithful and an unjust steward to that point in time, the, the owner at that stage says, hey, um, he commends him. And he says, I can see that you've now begun to manage. And, um, and, uh, and then Jesus goes on to say, he says, man, the, 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 the sons of this world, the children of this world are wiser, shrewder right, than the children right, of light, you know, right. in, in the affairs of life, uh, you know. And, and we, we, you know, we, the church runs around claiming, you know, it's like, um, you, know, we, you know, we claim the wealth of the wicked. And the girl. Why? You wouldn't Why? be able to manage it. Ah, exactly. We can't manage we can't manage our own debt. We can't manage our own diet. We can't manage our own, you know, our own lives. And yet we want to manage the wealth of the wicked. You know, one guy said to me, he says, I'm believing God for 75 million. I don't know what it was a sort of arbitrary amount. And I go, what are you going to do with it? And he goes, what do you mean? I said, what's your budget? How are you, how are you going to manage 75 million? And he goes, I, I don't have a budget. I said, well, you're going to waste it. And I said, that's just, you right. buy a car, house. You know, a couple of other people, you're going to go on holiday, you're going to buy some expensive stuff. And I said, you know what? Money's going to be gone. And what you were believing for is never going to happen. <laughs> and so God doesn't just give us stuff if we don't manage it. And we, and how does he know we're going to manage it? Because we're faithful with it. You know, we're faithful to reproduce what's in our hand. So, um, you know, and this is like, it's, it's like something that's really getting to me and, and, and uh, really sort of lighting upon my soul um, to think about these areas. Because I, just in my own transition, I've seen how God has moved me from one area to another. And I asked the Lord, you know, why am I here? And then God said, I have you here because I want to equip you. I'm not getting equipped at church with this. You know, I, I'm going to equip you to do this where you are now so that you can go to the next thing and, and show others how to do this, you know. You there? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I was <laughs> listening. <laughs> you got quiet on me. Yeah. I just wanted, I wanted to read that scripture to you that you just read from the Message Bible. He says this, because the stakes are so high, even though you're up to date on all this truth and practice it inside and out, I'm not going to let up for a minute in calling you to attention before it. This is the post to which I've been assigned, keeping you alert with frequent, frequent reminders, and I'm sticking to it as long as I live. Wow. That's <laughs> like pretty cool. <laughs> wow, that is good. Yeah, that's pretty cool layout, yeah. I was looking at uh, up up for that particular verse that I had quoted earlier, and it's uh, found in Luke 16, and that's why I got quiet because I was I was trying to look it up, and I don't have a concordance, <laughs> so <laughs> it was one of those things where, and I'm on my phone, so you know it's hard to yeah jiggle it yeah. Uh, but if you start in verse 10, it's talking about this this whole thing that we're talking about exactly. Uh, he that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much, and he that is unjust in the least shall be unjust in much. If therefore you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit <laughs> to your trust the true riches? Yeah, exactly. And if you have not been faithful in that which is another man's, who shall give you that which is your own? Yeah. And that's that whole thing I was talking about earlier. If you're not faithful 
and that word faithful basically alludes to that whole thing of, of managing what's been given to you. Yeah. Because uh, that's what a faithful servant is going to do. That's what a faithful steward is going to do. That's what a, you know, they're going to manage it for someone else. Yeah. If you don't learn how to manage it for someone else, and I guess that's what um, I was talking with somebody the other day just about the whole idea of business. It, it isn't a matter of, of this is my business. I'm managing this for somebody else. Exactly. So if it, if it is to reflect the Lord, if he gave this to me, then I'm to manage it for him. Not, yeah. not for what I think. That's right. But this is, this is going to reflect on him and his kingdom. So how do we manage this for him? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it, it just changes your whole way of thinking then as far as just, oh, I'm going to run out and dig this ditch and, you know, I'll fill it back in when I'm done. And, and yeah, that's okay. I can leave this, this, and this, and it doesn't matter because people don't care. Yes. No, you do it. And I know it's very a, a trite, it's become a trite statement. You know, work is unto the Lord. Yeah. But if you really truly were, were believing that it's the Lord's business, you're going to do it totally differently than what you would do it. Uh, even, even in the fact of, of cleaning the toilets and stuff like that. No, it's not just a matter of swishing around the toilet water and with a little bit of uh, antiseptic to make sure that everything's clean, you know, just kind of that it smells better. No, yeah. this is this is as unto the Lord. I mean, you're doing it because, Father, this is the way I would do it in your kingdom. This is the way I do it in your house. This is the way this is the way I'm doing this for you because you've put my hands to this. Yeah, yeah. And that's a faithful servant. And that's that's where it's taken a long time to get that into my head. I used to have a little thing on the bottom of every single invoice that I had. Um, uh, committed to excellence in every detail. Yes. Well, I was committed to excellence in every detail in some things. But in a lot of things, I kind of had a tendency to let it slide because I figured, well, nobody's going to. Nobody's going to um, worry about that part of my bookkeeping or that part. Of, it's not going to be seen. But as far as the stuff that was to be seen, you know, all the details uh, as far as the work and the stuff like that on somebody's job site. Yeah, I would do that. But a lot of the detail stuff behind the scenes, which was the book work and different things like that, I really let slide. And uh, it, it didn't it wasn't so much that. Uh, people didn't see that it's, it's the fact that it's the fact now looking at it and going, okay, that's what he was teaching me is how to manage that stuff. He is how to manage my own household, how to manage the money that he gives and uh, not just decide, Oh, okay, I've got 10 bucks. What can I spend eight on? Yes. Um, but it was to find out what it is that, you know, to manage my household. Yes, Exactly. So, and, and not to be an ogre about it or to, you know, but to, but to really, to really, you're a steward of it. I guess that's why I keep coming back to that word, but I guess that's the most important thing I can think of right now is, is to be a steward of it. Yes. And, and because it's not yours, it is given to you by some, it's entrusted to you by somebody else, to a, by a king. Yes. And by your father. 
how are you going to deal with the inheritance he's giving you, given you and giving you if you don't learn how to manage it now? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So same thing with health, same thing with anything else. Yeah, it's a gift. But do you manage that then? Do you go ahead and uh, and you, because a lot of times we'll just pray over something. Oh, I just bless it and eat it. Well, yeah, but a lot of times our blessing it and eating it, uh, even in the blessing, it's just, oh, thanks for this food. I appreciate it. Thank you. And we go ahead and eat. Yeah. Rather than really believing I'm blessing this food. Yeah. I'm sanctifying it for the use as fuel in this temple of the most high God. I mean, it's just a, it's just a way of, it's a, it's an attitude of heart. It's believing that this temple is somebody else's. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And and that, that's the thing is, you know, we, we, (laughs) we, we need to learn. And, And that was the thing that I see is like, they had to learn, management at a very lower level not lower level at a small level before you can face the big things you know and if you can't if you can't deal with the little things and if you can't deal with the natural if you can't be a faithful steward or faithful manager of what is somebody else's then then who's going to give you your own uh, right you know well, christ through... even said that i mean it said that of christ it says yeah. he learned obedience through the things that he suffered exactly as he was growing up he grew in in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. Yeah. Yeah. He exactly. grew in that. Yeah. Exactly right. Exactly right. Now yeah. we expect to step right into the full blessing right then and there. But we kind of have, you know, because, you know, we have this like kind of miracle mindedness is like just boom, it's just going to happen, you know, it's just, um, and yet, you know, for me and for others, I mean, one guy called me one day and here we were sitting in front of a whole family and and he had this long list and he was just like going at me because and he was trying to discount everything that I was teaching because um, he was had believed God for a brand new Land Rover out the box and it didn't happen. Oh, my land. You know, and I was going like, really? Um, You know. And so, you know, you are false and your church is false and everything else. Now, I agree, you know, I didn't have it all together and and uh, and I never ever imagined I I did. And so I wasn't trying to convince anybody that I that I knew it all. I was just teaching the word as I understood it at that point in time. And but I, I never, ever told anybody that. You know, if you just um, pray today, it's here tomorrow. You know, uh, it's never going to happen. There's a process. I was telling somebody the other day is like before before any suddenly there's a process. You know, is Joseph didn't wasn't suddenly promoted from, you know, walking around in a fancy coat to being president or, um, you know, prime minister of the greatest nation on in the in the known world at that point in time. Right, right. It didn't just happen, he, you know, and it says, you know, he that he was bound with chains for the purpose of God. That's what it says in Psalms, you know, that wow. he, he, he was bound in chains for, for completing God's assignment. 
and and uh, um, and he, he he went with that. You know, he understood that this is what he's going to do, and he applied himself wherever he was faithfully to the principles that he had learned to manage what was in his hand. Right, and, and you know, it's like here's somebody that you know doesn't you know doesn't manage themselves, doesn't manage their their journey, their process, their studies. They, they never increase, develop, or, you know, themselves. And so what happens is they just end up falling off the bandwagon and then they want to blame everybody else that's not working. You know, it doesn't work like that. Right. It doesn't work like that. So that was my point is that, you know, we've got such a miracle-mindedness is this a complete intervention of God. And Jesus said it's an adulterous generation that looks for signs, you know. It's, mm. um you know, nobody wants to be faithful. Nobody wants to exercise the fruit of the spirit <laughs> in the midst of difficult situations. You know, that's what it's going to take in, right. in, in today's world, Steve. I don't know about, you know, for, for me, it's, I'm just looking at this. Yes, we have miracles. Yes, we have supernatural interventions of God. We need them at this point in time. But I'm telling you is that it has to be built on the foundation and on the, on the, on the building blocks of, Good character, kingdom, right. a, a kingdom application of practical things where we are right now. Right. You know, is that God, if we apply the principles, God will do, it'll rain. That's what you said earlier, is that God will bring the rain, you know. Right. Things will begin to flourish. But if we're not yeah. to manage, it's not going to happen, you know. Somebody asked me the other day, uh, I was talking to them on the phone, and they just said, well, you know what? You ought to be a life coach. And I, and I, I got off the phone and I said, Connie, the weirdest thing just happened. Uh, because I was talking to my wife about it. And I said, they said that I should be a life coach. I said, the funny thing is, that's what I'm doing. But I'm not, I'm not promoting that. Yes. I said, y you, you do that wherever you go because you help the person take the next step that they need to take it's not it's not throughout their whole life i'm going to teach you how to do everything it's it's just what's their next step that they need to take you yeah. know and, and at that point i'm not trying to step into their life and be their spiritual guru you know yeah. all i want to do is help them get to their next step and um it's not i guess as a um if I were to do it as a business, I guess I would, I don't know how you would approach that. I guess you would, because I know there's a whole business sector that does that, you know, does the life coaching, does the, uh, you know, then there's different branches like the business coaching and the, and the, um, the mentoring that, you know, just the different things like that. Um, so there's all different aspects of that. But like you and I were talking about earlier, when you get to the point of pushing yourself and promoting yourself, it seems kind of, it seems like if I, you have to push yourself, like you said, it's not your garden. Yeah. Or it's not your garden yet. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Because you haven't, you haven't come into that place where people are seeking that because you're not seen as a steward of it yet. Yes. Yeah, so exactly. they're not drawing that from you. You don't have enough in your well for somebody to draw from. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
and and that you, you know yeah what however we we um look at it i mean the perspective should be is like um I'm not there yet, so maybe I need to step back and I need to learn some things, some other things before I step into that. Maybe there needs to be development. Maybe there needs, you know, God has to create a door for me to step into for for us. It was, uh, you know, what I'm thinking of now is in Book of Acts where Paul and and his team are they trying to get into one place and I can't remember what it was. They were trying to get into it and it seemed like the Holy Spirit kept blocking them. He said, you know, he just feels like the Spirit of God is. is oh, it said that. Yeah, it says, it, but the Holy Spirit prevented me. Exactly. And then he he's busy sleeping and he has this vision of a man from Macedonia waving to him. And right. He said, I perceived that the Lord was directing us there, and he packed up the team and said, "Let's go to Macedonia." Right. And it's just like. Um, so sometimes, you know, what we're doing is, uh, and that's what, the, when I said to the Lord, you know, it's like this new, you know, being a loan signing agent now, and you know, there's the opportunity that's been created for me and it's working. I mean, there's like others are not getting any signings. I've just been so busy from day one. And, and, uh, and it was like the Lord, I, I said to the Lord, I said, you know, man, I'm just so blessed. I'm so grateful. Thank you for, for this opportunity. I, I mean, you know, it's like not what I thought I would be doing, but I'm I'm excited. I'm glad I could do this, you know. And the Lord said, yeah, isn't it amazing when you step away from what you think it should be and get a bigger picture of what I'm showing you can be, you can take advantage of the other opportunities that I have for you um, that will take you on the path to where I want you to go. And, uh, and I wow. thought, that's that that's amazing because we get so focused like this is what it's got to be and if that doesn't happen okay i should be in full-time ministry then you know right <laughs> right just, no it doesn't it, it, you know and you know it's it's if if god wants you to do something then that's what you know you'll stay busy with it you know you'll you'll be bearing fruit in that area and that's the important thing you know so i just wasn't yeah no matter how much fertilizer you throw on the thing yeah it, it's still not growing. You know, you got a problem. Exactly. Exactly right. And, and you know, and, and as soon as I, I, as soon as I laid that down, stepped away, suddenly the next opportunity opened, you know, and it's just right. like, this is the way I want you to go. And so uh, it just, you know, and it's bigger than, than just, uh, you know, earning money. It's, it's, there's a purpose to it. There's something, you know, we always growing, we're always learning, we're always developing. We're always moving from day one of creation to day seven, where we come to rest and peace in an area of our lives. And, right. Uh, and uh, so, you know. What's kind of interesting to me just to, just to watch you over the last couple of years, mm-hmm. you know, you, you were trying to you're trying to always get people from one place to another um and you end up being a bus driver taking kids <laughs> from one place to another you know as a vehicle you you, yeah. you found the vehicle to be able to take kids from one place to another and it and it you you actually were very good at it. I mean, people seem to enjoy. I mean, even everybody around you seemed to enjoy that. It was like Joseph. You know, mm. you were in this prison, <laughs> and uh, but yet everybody seemed to enjoy what you were doing, and and you were helping them where you were at. Yes. 
And then he steps you into something else where you're, you now have a vehicle, you got into a vehicle of your own, but you're helping people get from one thing to another still. Yes. But it's in the actual signing process. And then, but it's a, it's a, it's a vehicle that he's given you to help people get from one place to another. And it's, it's different from what you thought, yeah. but yet it's still the same thing. You're helping them get from one thing to another. You're even from houses, from whatever it is, from one thing to another, you're helping them get there. Yeah. And I'm just thinking it's interesting how that's been kind of a consistent pattern in your life, but yet it's, it's, change that's being transfigured into this thing that that god is putting his hand upon and saying okay this this is how i'm this is what i'm doing in your life this is who you this is part of who you are that's why it's easy for you to do this yeah yeah and, and easy for you to get along in it because that's just who you are that's right. and a lot of times we'll try to kick against something and try to try to make it happen you know try to be like a jacob and make it all happen when he's finally saying, Hey, this is just who you are. Just rest in it and just do who you are right now. And I'll change that if I need to change it. But in the meantime, just rest and give your heart to who you are right now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And live. Yeah. I mean, live. Uh, that's something Connie keeps saying all the time. She says, you think too much. Just live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and the thing about it is, you know, is, is certain things require more emotional strength, emotional discipline, you know, self-control, self-management than other things. Right. And, and so sometimes you've got to go through, go through a, a you know, you've got to kind of step back and grow into something. Right. I, that's true. Uh, a, a friend that um, I've, I've already, um, um, interviewed on in the group, but Mute Muti Fa from from Nigeria. Oh yeah, he, yeah. He has a big Facebook group as well um, on leadership, and uh, and he, he really incredible on our interview. Said that you you know you have to grow into the vision that God's given you, and wow. I thought that yeah. is powerful. That is so true. You have to. So we have to grow into, you know, the 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 end purpose or the the next level of our purpose. We we often, and that's what I'm saying is we kind of want things just to snap and it's got to happen. And right. so we attend church more and go to more meetings and and we, and and for many they think it's full time ministry, you know. And yet God wants to use you where you are. You may be the next prime minister, you know. You may be the right. The, the next diplomat you may be you know who knows you know i mean god's done incredible things with people but when they apply themselves where they are and faithful with that and grow in that then god promotes them into into huge opportunity and you know and we don't compare ourselves like if god gives me two and god gives you five that's according to the grace and ability and capacity that we i have in my life so right right I'm, mad or jealous of you because you've got five and I've only got two. I'm just going to do the best that I can do and to manage what I've got in my hand right now today where I'm at and, and God will multiply that, you know, God will give me the grace right. ability to multiply it. And, and a lot of the things like when you're growing into even what you're doing now, there were still certification processes. Exactly. There were still different things that you had to, 
give yourself to train and to get that, to get through that in order to get certified to do different things. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't easy. It wasn't pleasant. It wasn't uh, a joy necessarily to spend all that time studying and to get the certifications and all the tests and stuff. But, but yet you gave yourself to that as a part of the, of that course and time of, of whatever it was you were in at that time. Yeah. Okay. This is what I'm, this is what I feel like I'm supposed to do. Well, give myself to it. Yeah. And thoroughly, you know, thoroughly give myself to it. Because I, I just, you know, for me, it wasn't a pursuit of money. It was pursuit of, of being excellent at what I'm doing. Right. And so I've actually thrown myself into difficult situations um, simply so that I can be get the experience and learn what it's about. So that I, because, you know, is our integrity, um, our testimony will speak for itself over time, you know. And, and that's what I believe Joseph did. He he went into the house of Potiphar. Something was recognized. Potiphar recognized something in him that that when Joseph started dealing with certain things, he recognized and handed over more and more responsibility to him until he could handle the whole house. And he did that as a slave, right. not, not as an employee with rights and benefits. You know, he just like as a slave. He, he had, right. and he was handed the management stewardship of the whole of all the responsibility of Potiphar's house. I mean, isn't that crazy? That, and he didn't go into it thinking that way. No, no, he, he wasn't, he, he wasn't prepared to be a slave. He hadn't been trained to, to grow up, but he had been trained in the principles of stewardship and management. Right. And so right. he did that. He did that to the best of his ability. And so that was my, that was what spoke to me is just, like I said to Michelle, you know, I'm going to rather work at building credibility than trying to chase money. The money will come. Right. You know, yeah. but if 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 people re realize that I am dependable and they can see I'm dependable, they will they will look for me. You know, and um, that is and so yeah. So my responsibility is increasing more and more, and I'm grateful for it. Grateful to God for the opportunity. You know. So you're gonna. What's the name on the side of your car now? It depends. <laughs> it all depends. <laughs> 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 dependability what was the name of your car that you got uh escape ah yes escape <laughs> <laughs> yeah i changed it to escape yeah escape yeah yes. <laughs> I, i'm i'm driving the f-o-r-d escape <laughs> oh yes oh yes <laughs> oh yeah. well I well go. so it's been good chatting again thank you steve i appreciate it man yeah, we ought to do this more often. <laughs> I think so. I think we should do more regularly, like weekly or something. Yeah, another, <laughs> another, be more regular again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not W E A K. L yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you again. I appreciate you taking the time and, and, uh, hopefully we can, uh, we can catch up again here at sometime soon. But, um, you know, these, these seasons of time, uh, a lot of times, like you said, is a, it's a time of, I call it preparation HS. Yes. Know, not just preparation H, but preparation HS, uh, yes. where, you know, he begins to prepare your heart for, and all we're doing is just sharing with each other anyway. Yeah, exactly. So, and what we've been through, what we're going through, how he's dealt with us in those areas, and hopefully this will help somebody else. Yeah. But, um, uh, I'm hoping to. 
Yeah. So, all righty. Well, thank right. you very much again. You're welcome, and thanks for your time. I appreciate it for your encouragement, see? Yep. And uh, I guess we'll catch you next time we catch you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll call you next time. We'll see. All right. We'll okay, bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bless you.